Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm Larry Wydell, and before we get started, if you want to know exactly how to win again and again, go to WydellOnWinning.com forward slash webinar now to watch something I've put together for you. Now let's get going into this episode of Million Dollar Mastermind. I am talking with my good buddy from Brooklyn, Chris Achong. We don't coach the traveling man. And uh, Chris has been a success everywhere he has gone because he takes responsibility, takes charge. He's developing new skills and he likes winning. He's like Larry. He likes winning. <laughs> Have to win. I, I, you know, that's, that's kind of a qualification of being one of my buddies. It's like, you got to like winning. And, uh, uh, you got to be focused on winning. And if you do that, you'll have some accomplishments uh, in your resume, you know, to talk about. And you'll have some people that you've brought along with you that you have helped uh, uh, benefit from your success. And so Absolutely. as you've gone out there, what one of the things that separates uh, winners from losers is they finish things. Right. And, uh, our good buddy, Art Williams said, reason I wrote the, the book Serial Winner was that the main reason for it was he said, we, you know, all the world is full of people who, who want to do uh, uh, something and almost do something great. You know, they want to, they try it, they almost do it. He said, you know, we need more people who actually do it. <laughs> we got to go from almost to doing it. And then there's people that of the people who ever do anything great, rarely do people repeat, you know, it's like one hit wonders. Right. But then we all know, you know, again, the book, you know, this is the introduction to the book was the, we all know people that seem to always be able to bounce back strong, go from uh, one positive thing to another they might get diverted, they might change paths, but somehow they turn around. And if they have something negative happen, they minimize the uh, damage and they don't take a molehill and turn it into a mountain. You know, they take uh, 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 mountain-sized problems and turn it into a molehill. And now their first reaction might be to whine and this whole thing that winners don't whine and complain that's garbage uh, <laughs> you know what i'm saying and moan and groan and winners groan and moan and then but the difference is then they go and fix it right <laughs> you Absolutely. know you can see i mean i've seen so many uh top guys in my life that mm -hmm. in business it's like Good Lord. I mean, you heard him playing at this. He'll never recover from this. This, that, and the other. And you check back in a week later and that he's put that thing That's in the good. mirror. You know, he saw the thing. He's got a whole new thing going there. It's like, what about so-and-so? Oh, I, you know, boom, 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 boom. boom. You know, I shifted gears. I did this, that, and the other. He can't even remember what the problem was, you know? And so don't, uh, I say this about Putin. You know, they see Putin now. Oh, he's got Parkinson's. Oh, he's bloated. Oh, he's, his health is going down. Hey, maybe so, but the guy survived a long time. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And it's kind of like, you know, like Kim Jong-un or something, the North Korea guy. 
Yeah, right. you know, he's sick and he's got, uh, uh, you know, all these, but somehow the guy, that's what Trump said about that Kim Jong-un. He said, you know, that guy has survived a whole lot of stuff. You know? <laughs> he's a tough little cookie. And yeah. so you, the thing about winners, not that they're winners, now I'm not, but they're survivors, you know, and they're where all they've, mm-hmm. they've dominated. And so the thing is that people that get things done uh, are able to, you know, they might complain and rant and rave and have and the uh, the emotional thing. Don't res- don't mistake the emotional response for how they're what they're going to do, you know, because they just blowing off steam real quick, you know, on a, on a rant. But you you know, winners they'll go back and start to make smart moves. Winners mm-hmm. make smart moves. And if you look at what they do, you know, what I was always encouraged, Chris, by the fact that uh, good ideas don't care who use them. Nope. And, and that's like, you know, my calls and everything that I've always done. It's like, I want to pick the brains of the people that are currently hot because, you know, if, if someone were to come into your gallery or someone were to meet you, they might find all kinds of stuff they don't like about you uh chris you know and the same thing about me you know we might be very offensive you know people might be they're probably already offended about uh the kim jong-un and the putin talk you know uh but the thing is that uh you don't need to look at what you don't like or the things offend you if someone is doing well and they're achieving things like look and see what they're doing right because somehow whatever little thing it is that they're doing right is good enough, uh, powerful enough to override all the negative damage they're doing to themselves. You know, this is why some of those CEOs we were talking about that rant, rave, and have the temper tantrums in the office, uh, they still win. You know, they still, still win, yeah. Good, you know, and then they survive for years past where you think that people would tolerate them. And so uh, as you look at this thing, what, what do you notice about uh, finishing the job and uh, what, what are some of the role models and some of the things you've seen and techniques that you've used to actually get stuff done and keep yourself on track? The one, the one thing that comes to my mind when you're, when you're speaking that uh, I coach a lot on and I, you know, I tell people, the average person waits till there's an emergency to have a sense of urgency. Uh, uh-huh. But successful people, we, we have it all the time. Uh, you know, last month we had one of my best months ever in the history of me being in business. I've been in business 25 years and I was still waking up. I, was, I started waking up four o'clock every morning, almost like it never happened. And you might go, well, that's cycle. Well, it just, something clicks on. And, you know, that I coach our leaders, you have to have a sense of urgency when you're running a company or you're running a business, they have to see you more excited. They have to see you with that sense. Of, and it and it never goes away. You know, I don't care. It has nothing to do with the money. It has nothing to do with the winning. It's something that just clicks back on all the time. It's a fire that that, that, that never gets, that, that never stops. It just keeps going. And uh, what I've noticed is a lot of the people that are successful that are around me, they have a, you know, a sense of urgency. They, you know, they're, you know, you can have, 
a lot going on. You can have tons of money saved up, tons of real estate, all that cool stuff, but you still wake up with a sense of urgency. Not that it's not enough. It's this is just who I've become. So when you learn how to develop that sense of urgency, which is which is you just understanding where you come from, you know, uh, sometimes we got to be a little bit more clear on where we at right now in life. And uh, I, you know, I always tell people we're one generation from poverty. One generation, you know, uh, one generation ago, we was in poverty. The majority of us, and it's a high possibility one generation from now, our family name could be back in poverty. And so we have to put things in place and make sure that we do things the right way. Uh, I got a, I, I got a, um, uh, I was, I was speaking to an Uber driver a couple of days ago. Uh, yesterday, actually, I was celebrating um, uh, the, 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 the new, the, the guy that bought the, the you know, Twitter. Uh, I always sell, I celebrate business. You know, when people get fired up about right. sports games and stuff like that, I don't do sports at all. So you know, you can get me excited right. about. But they'll celebrate the Jets win, and I, I celebrate when I see a business person win. Uh, it's almost like a game to me too. That's 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 what I look at, uh, because I actually have a chance to make some money at it too. Okay, right? right. Which I haven't yet, but we'll, okay. we'll see how that goes. But um, we we you know I don't know if I, I I went over that question you know a little bit past what the question was, but go ahead. How you've I mean you look around I mean you travel a lot. And you, you see a lot of businesses, you see a lot of people, you know a lot of successful people. What uh, stands out to you? What have you picked up? And especially what did you pick up that you modeled? You know, you, you know, you, when you see people doing these things, I mean, you can incorporate that approach into your life, you know, a lot. The, and one of the things about uh, even the big, big hitter call that we do on Mondays is like, uh, I always like to hear if someone has a better way of saying something than uh -huh. I do, you know, a lot, you know, it's a lot like saying things like you were talking about uh, honey and vinegar and, you know, being, being direct with people, what you do with a smile on your face. A lot of that has to do with also the words that you use, you know, there's mm -hmm. just like, you know, some of the actors, uh, it, especially in the past, I don't know, actors now, but they just had a way of talking. And of course they were just reading the words they were on the page, but I shouldn't give them too much credit, but they just seemed to be, you know, just flowed, made people feel better. There was a, a graciousness to them or something, but all of that stuff, you hear a great phrase, you can use that phrase. You know, mm -hmm. if you hear a great explanation for them, you can use that explanation. Uh, and so what, uh, like you said, you had, you learned from uh, a book or you heard somewhere that uh, the higher earning people get up earlier uh, in the morning and get on the attack earlier in the morning. What are some things that you could think back that you incorporated early on that have been part of who you are right now that, that, that have uh, in, like you say, informed what you've become because you've just adopted that into your style. A big, a big part of even, even today, I, I don't surround myself around anyone that's going in the wrong direction. I yep. won't, I won't, I won't go to any environment that, you know, that there's not people that, you know, that want to go in the right direction. I'm, I'm at a critical point in my life. I'm still at a critical point in my life. At this phase of my life, I can't have anyone pulling me down. I don't yeah. care, you know, um, who, who it is. Okay. So I'm always kind of like 
made sure I, I separated myself and, you know, get myself you know, around the right people. Uh, I remember, you know, even when I didn't have money, I used to, you know, every Sunday night around eight, nine o'clock, I would go have a cocktail. And usually I could only afford one cocktail. This is early on in business. And I would go to the city, I would go to the plaza, you know, the old crew, and I'd go to some of the real high-end hotels where only billionaires and millionaires hang out. And I'd yeah. go sit at the bar. So I, I think a big part of it is just, you know, making sure you're around the right people. Uh, and then when I couldn't be around the right people, I, you know, I listened to audios, I read books. Uh, I liked a lot of biographies um, on, on, on different, you know, on just di the strategy, how people win. And it's always like up, down, up, down, up, down, then a win, then a up, down, up, down, up, down, then a win. So what, what it did was when, when times was tough, I knew that that wasn't forever. Yeah. And so, so I think that's one of the things I did, you know, and, you know, I've been blessed to have so many great mentors. You, you're one of them also, you know, that all, I've always just been there to just say the right things and just be a, a leader from the front. Um, appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, uh, you're awfully, uh, you're awfully nice to say that, but when you, uh, you know, the thing about that, Chris is you can say these things to the world, but only a few people pick up on them. So, the people, you know, the fact that you picked up on it, the, the credit goes to you, you know, for that. Mm -hmm. And so as you, uh, uh, who's, you know, what, what are specific things that uh, you find yourself saying over and over again? It's, it's, you know, I want to be happy. I, I think, uh, you know, so that, that's one of the greatest self-improvements now is how to be happy. It, it's not money. It's not all that stuff, how to be happy. And you really got to figure out, you know, ways of having a business. I think the healthiest businesses is a business where you can actually help other people where you can, you know, uh, not help other people. I learned giving money and all that stuff is one form of helping, uh, but it's not the highest form of helping. The highest form of help helping, in my opinion, is when you teach someone how to become successful, you teach them how to become an example. You teach them how to, you know, uh, for instance, rent in the office to them. And I, you know, I, I asked all the questions, you know, you know, how to, how to get down to, you know, can you put this in the lease, make sure that we're not responsible for right. the AC ducts and, you know, uh, you know, where, you know, and all the things you got to say, you know, and, and all these I learned from experience, but when you teach someone how to do that. And so now this guy is going to go open up a business where he's going to get a ton of people to make money. Uh, which he already has. He has pretty decent size, but he's just getting a big office. So now his business is going to grow. He's going to make more money. I got so many leaders that work with me that they've bought their families' houses. You know, if if I could tell you how many charities uh, that you know my organization run a year, uh, you'd be blown away. And yeah. it was just the I feel like it was just the other day where I was bringing them to charities that I was doing and saying, just help me give out the money. Just help me do this. Help me do that. And it was, it was only, I, I was the only, I was the only one that was doing charities. Now there's, you know, 15, 20 guys that they have all, they're the number one guy in the church that ties the most, you know, it's all these different things. So I think that's where, uh, you know, I would say that my sweet spot is, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I just like being happy. I do the things that's happy. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, I don't, always rub people the right way all the time right. but I, you know hey can't please everybody <laughs> yeah, i'm happy when so you, as long as i'm happy <laughs> as long as you're happy chris i wanted to ask you and this is a extension of everything you've been saying it kind of ties it together uh 
And this is doing the extras because when you think about it, Chris, when you do the extras, because, you know, the sense of urgency all the time, getting up early, you know, putting this in there, whether they can explain it or not, people that are successful have found that when you do the extras, you multiply the payoff. You know what I'm saying? You can, you know, fun, you know, we come in and we learn skills. That's the fundamentals and everything. But fundamentals are no good unless you use them. You know, the value of fundamentals is comes in when you actually use the fundamentals. And so uh, you go to greatness by how you use your fundamentals. You've got to learn the fundamentals, like you said, learn the skills. But then you go to greatness by doing the normal stuff and then do extra. You know, like right. if you're an NFL player, you know, what they say when they're interviewing, like the, the all-star, the top guys say, you know, are most of the guys going through the motions? They say, yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't tell, but they want the paycheck. They don't really care if the team wins. They'll say they do. And they'll, you won't be able to notice, but they're, they really dog it. They just put in the minimum effort. You know, they're getting so many millions and this, that, and that. They're, they're going to hold back because they don't want to get an injury. They don't want to extend themselves. But the people that are all stars, you know, the, are the people that are MVPs. I mean, like, you know, you're in New York. You had Lawrence Taylor was a, the linebacker, all-time uh, great linebacker. I mean, when he hit you, he destroyed you, you know. And uh, uh, he wasn't, like, going through the motions. And so he's like a legendary Hall of Famer of all time, greatest football player, greatest giant. And when you, the people that, wind up on top it's not an accident they're doing the extras and the message of these podcasts you know like listening to winner's talk is to get it in your head that if you do the extras and just do you know do the normal thing but do extra the normal thing and just challenge yourself to think what other spin can i put on this how much you know just if it's an extra appointment a day, I used to say this about an appointments, you know, a daily setting up appointments, like, you know, you'd set up three appointments every night. You know, if you go to, you go to CP, you have three, three set up. And I used to tell people, if you have three set up, they're not all going to be there. You know, you'll have one, you know, one will, will just not be there. They'll forget about it. They won't show up. One will be yes. And then, then there'll be a maybe. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, uh, if you want to guarantee uh, appointment, sale or recruit or whatever, have three set up, you know, right. rule of three. But I said, if you want a guaranteed second sale, set up four. I said, the fourth appointment is almost always a sale. So if you want two sales every night, and all that is, is you make one more appointment and you double your payoff. And so the thing is, that's a simple way of uh, illustrating how the people that do the extras to squeeze in the one more rep, you know, one more uh, appointment, one more meeting, one more promotion, one more contest or something with their people. Mm -hmm. and it's just like they explode out the top of the organization. And the secret is that when you do the extras, you multiply your results. And I've always been impressed with how uh, uh, you take your people and you might be with a, uh, 
you know, a brokerage house or something where they run a contest and they take people to uh, wherever. Mm-hmm. But you'll go in and go in early and hire, you know, you'll basically have your convention on top of a convention mm-hmm. <laughs> and come up with all these extra things. And some people could say that's just Chris being Chris because, you know, he likes he likes to have that much fun. But uh, no, it's Chris learning how to multiply his payoff mm-hmm. uh, where somebody else is spending money for the, for this. So I'm going to go match it and I'm going to get a monster payoff out of this thing. Talk about that and how you learned that and some of your experiences from that. Yeah. So. I've learned that most people, they, they, they mix up priorities with obligations. And so my priorities, my family, my priorities, my kids, you know, but above your priorities is something called your obligations. And if your obligations are not in place, then all of a sudden your priorities no longer become your priorities. So yeah. we have learned how, you know, I had a conversation with a bunch of my VPs and I go, I understand you do a lot of fancy stuff with your family, but you need to invest back in your business too. Because remember, it's your business that actually take care of your family. So you can't take all your money and put it in, in, in your family. I understand you want to, you know, spend money and do it. You have to be able to. And so, uh, you know, years ago, we, we found out there, there's, uh, you know, uh, there, there's an opportunity for people to raise their level of belief and level of thinking, especially when you're in a business like, like the one I'm in, where, you know, your goal is to get people to obviously perform at higher levels. Uh, they have to be exposed to a different lifestyle. And they're not going to be exposed without you doing that. So I've used exposure, you know, um, so I'll spend maybe, let's say, 50000 on a trip or something. I just I just took, I have a house down in the Dominican. I took 60 people there and people go, oh my God, you wasted all that money. And I go, you don't know, you know, when people set goals and they, you know, they dream in the same living room or the same office, it's not the same as when you dream, you set goals on the cliff somewhere overlooking the sunset going down, uh, you know, you just go, man, this is the kind of life I want to live. So we've always just stretched it. We became a master copy. Uh, I think it took me two years to build my financial company that I have right now. You know, I was, I was involved and I was just doing things, but it took two years of me becoming a perfect master copy. <clears throat> and they run very successful agencies because they learned the strategy of, you know, I've just given a lot more than just, you know, and I, and I see people uh, save pennies and lose millions all the time in our business. And, you know, we've learned how, you know, people go, well, you're lucky you have, you know, blank, 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 you know, cash flow coming in. And I go, no, 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 I worked on this cash flow. This was, this was, this was an intention. Okay. Uh, you know, we, we got it down to where, you know, we can, you can, we can buy properties every couple of months now based on our cash flow and, you know, and that, but it wasn't that way in the beginning, but we did all the right things. And we all know the difference between the right thing and the wrong thing, uh, you know. And so, if we could teach people how to, you know, just kind of copy the right things, which is, you know, uh, in, in every business it's different. But uh, we know what what we want to what we want to teach, and you know, just paying a little bit, investing a little bit more helps your business grow. Investing uh, yeah. a little bit more, pushing, uh, expanding people's vision a little bit more, but even adding in. Uh, you know, what people don't understand is like, even with the charity things, those are vision expanders. You know, like you said, you would take people in there. It's like all of a sudden things open up in their minds. Uh, they don't, you know, some of the people I haven't interviewed, I've got friends that I haven't, I don't know if I get to all of my 
uh, uh, super successful friends on this podcast, but, you know, I have friends that have uh, done amazing things from a charitable type thing, and I won't uh, divulge that, but you know, it's just changed their life. You know, you just, uh, you know, in terms of giving them stability, giving them sense of self-worth, being, uh, you know, when things go wrong, like, okay, you know, I can handle it, you know, because I've just been able to help a whole lot of other people, you know, see how other people live, be a difference maker. Uh, it's not just a vision about bigger lifestyle, but it's expanding the vision of what's possible in the possible, uh, the impact that you could make, you know? And like, uh, the one thing we'll leave with this is tell people, is it worth it? How much is it worth? Is it worth it? Uh, did you really expect this? Or is, is it, does it go beyond what you could have imagined in terms of paying the price early on uh, on this thing? Uh, because they need to know. Yeah, it, it's worth it. it. It is so worth it, you know, uh, to be happy and be a person that, that that's constantly uh, taking people to the next level. Uh, that's worth it. You know, um, yeah, the success is awesome. Uh, the fancy stuff and the traveling, all that stuff is great. But, you know, there's, you know, um, it really always boils back down to, you know, um, are you happy? And you want to create, I, I, I had a conversation I, you know, with, a, with a guy, I says, there's strategies in accumulating wealth, you know, uh, you can't save the world, first of all, okay, right. it's something yeah. that, you know, um, and so what we're talking about giving is giving when you got, not giving before you got, okay, yeah. so you have to, you have to learn that, that's a whole nother talk, you know, uh, you know, just knowing when, when's the right time, to, you know, and you can't save the world, you got to help the people that want to actually go to the next level, you can't invest time with people that don't want to, uh, you know, maybe you can get back to them later on, but you need to go put yourself in your face. You got to save you and your family first. Okay. That, that's the rule. Right. And then, you know, after that, you can, you know, bring a lot of people with you because then you become an example. You become someone that people can look up to. So, you know, it, it moves people more uh, when there, there, when there's an example, people belief levels go through the roof. Uh, when they know you, especially a lot of people know me and they go, you're kind of like the same, but it just, your net worth is a little bit different now, Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you're still the same. And so for them, it's kind of confusing, but it's also, uh, you know, awesome to them that they can achieve this stuff and they can go after it because they know me and they know, you know, uh, anyone knows me, you know, I'm the same. I'm just regular old me, but you know, I always get nervous with this type of stuff, but you know, um, uh, coaching and, you know, um, doing podcasts is two different things. Okay? Yeah. I think I'm a better, better coach than a podcast, but oh, uh, you did Hey, I can get better. I can get better. You did great. I mean, this is <laughs> unbelievable. You look like, you look like you do this every day. So, uh, look like you got your own radio show, Chris. So <laughs> we might start one. You know what? Yeah, there you go. There, there's something to think about. So uh, anyway, thanks so much for everything. This is uh, fantastic. If you enjoyed what you've heard and are dead serious about finding out for yourself exactly how this works in the real world, I've taken the most valuable business lessons I've learned over 40 years and put them into something for you to watch. Go to whiteellowinnie.com forward slash webinar now in order to move up as fast as possible. I'm Larry Whitell, and I run the Million Dollar Mastermind. Go, go, go.